bam, bam. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Skip. Look, she's blink. You got the big eyebrow. She's. We'll talk about this here in a minute. She's got eyelashes. That's what I was saying. And she was just like blinking her eyes really fast. Like. But anyways, welcome to Skip Happens, everybody. My name's Skip Clark, the host, and of of course the program director of the Wolf in Syracuse, New York, and my partner tonight. As always, Deb Lamphere, who is the president and founder of the official Country Music Fan Club. And we got a great podcast for you tonight. This is going to be so much fun. You're going to really, you're going to go, what? What? I know that's going to happen because we did it off the air just a minute ago. You did what? <laughs> but anyways, y'all, I want you to say hi to Alana McCready. And uh, Alana, how are you tonight? Hi, I'm great. How are you guys? Oh, we are wonderful. Um, welcome, the first welcome. question, the first question that Deb and I ask is, uh, where are you? And describe your surroundings a little bit. I am in my bedroom, um, in my house in uh, Nashville. Very cool. Um, I just purchased it, and Yay, congratulations! You actually closed this week, I think. Oh my wow. goodness! So. Wow, and there's not like 22 boxes behind you. I'm shocked. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm technically moving in still, but I'm still staying with my friend in Nashville because I haven't closed yet. So I come here, unpack, go sleep at my friend's house. But how exciting <laughs> is that? Yeah. How <laughs> exciting is that to have your own home, though? I mean, what a great investment. And like Deb said, it, it's pretty cool not to see the boxes behind you. Uh, <laughs> no, or, well, it's literally when I'm here, I, I, or when I'm in town, I come over here, I spend all day moving in, and then I go sleep at my friend's house, and I come right back and do it the next day. I'm like, because like by the time I close, I'm trying to just be moved in. <laughs> so awesome, so awesome. Well, thank you for taking the time to join Deb and I here tonight. Sure. And there's a, the main reason that we have you on is uh, the fact that you're coming out with a song, you, your debut single, and um, of course, something like that has hit the radio. Uh, it's very, very cool. Your voice is very, very cool. But uh, uh, we have a big question for you. How did you get to where you are today? Because you have a background in sports. So yep. let's talk about that a little bit. You played hockey. I did. On ice. <laughs> and, and do you still get out and play for the fun of it? I do. I do. Especially in Nashville. It's a lot. There's a lot more opportunities um, than in Atlanta where I was living. So in Nashville um, this winter, I'll be in a league. Oh. And yeah, it's so fun to continue to play because there's actually a lot of a lot of former college players that live down here um, mm -hmm. on the men's side. And so I've, I've actually been there a couple of times. I've been like, I went to college with you. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's, it's awesome. I, I love that I can still be able to play. And I mean, even after college, when I lived in New York, where you guys are, um, mm -hmm. I uh, coached and all kinds of stuff. Did you, did you coach like girls hockey? Yeah. Wow. That, so, and, and what position did you play? Go ahead, Deb. No, no, no. Go ahead. Answer that one first. Go ahead. Oh, no. I'm, I was a goalie. Or I'm a goalie. Oh, oh my so, God. Everybody's shooting at you. Yeah. So, we're <laughs> and, um, it's we, crazy. you know, who signs up? It's like, hey, I would love for you to shoot this frozen piece of rubber at me as hard and as fast as you possibly can. And I'm just going to throw myself in front of it. Dude, I well, don't even know what to say to that. When we see the goalies play on the professional 
TV teams and you see their arms are over here. Here and over here, and I look at them. I'm like, "How on earth do you get your body to just like split like that?" And they're coming across the whole goal. So yes, it's amazing. A little bit of a little bit of the contortionism, I think. Maybe yeah. you have to be flexible, otherwise you just rip and break everything. You just yeah. Be- <laughs> <laughs> are you on a travel week, or is it strictly in in Nashville? Are you on a it's travel? Like- are you on a oh, travel no. team or? No, 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 no. Just like, uh, you know, a league for all of us uh, who used to be in our glory days. (laughs) Well, I used to play hockey and I was a left wing and it, it, yeah, I played through my high school years, but, um, you know, afterwards, then it's like, now I'm in with the old timers. If I want to play, we just get together and we we meet at the rink at 11 o'clock on a certain night and we play around, you know, maybe 45 minutes of hockey. Yeah. That's, it's kind of similar, except it's like, actually actually a league where we have like legit teams and there's game times and brackets and stuff like that but it's basically pretty similar style of hockey we all just hang out and talk and play so you, you have like a whole different life on ice yeah. than what you have now did you ever want to drive the zamboni i did one time actually i did that one moment i was oh that was uh-oh. siri thinking that we were we were uh including her oh. In our, <laughs> you know, she has a tendency to cut in everyone. So while. nosy. Alexa does the same thing here. It's like, who talks? Yeah. Nobody's talking to you. I know. I don't have Wi Fi yet. So I have all my Alexas unplugged. But I got it's really stressful because when people say Alana, sometimes they say it fast. Or if there's noise in the background, she thinks they're saying Alexa. And it's just like right. a whole problem. Now, a little bit of your background. What was your degree in? Uh, Communications and sociology, both. Okay, but you went, did you work PR, like sports sports management a little bit? Yeah, so after college, uh, I moved to New York, and I was doing PR for a sports management company. Um, we All of our clients were NFL players, so I was basically running the day-to-day lives of, like, a lot of NFL players. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, managing, like, all of their social media and making sure they don't say anything they're not supposed to say, and if they do, delete it. And oh boy, I think we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make sure they uh, make sure they make it to things on time and all that kind of stuff. So I honestly, it was I loved doing it because I love football, but also I right. think it helps me now, like being an independent artist, having that background in PR, it, like at a high level, I think helps me kind of know more what I'm doing now behind the scenes. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. And you just, you pretty much answered the question that I was going to ask and how, how it would help you with your career as it is now, uh, you know, just knowing more about the business and being able to yeah. understand what's happening. Even like stuff, even like stuff like this being knowing how to interview better or like knowing what it's going to be like at least, or knowing how to put my best foot forward on social media and stuff like that. I think is so important and not a lot of people would learn that unless they were in that type of environment. So, and I think I'm, it definitely helps. So at least I'm using my degree of some sort, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you are a little bit. The communication side of it. What was that like radio, television or journalism? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yes, yes. And yes. <laughs> yes. It yes. all goes together. Oh, I, yeah. get I get it. Now I'm really nervous because she knows how to interview and we <laughs> don't. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of fun with the podcast though no i'm just kidding we have a lot of fun now the big question is i don't know you want to ask it deb 
how did she get from here? <laughs> you started here. all the way up, sports, little girl, playing sports all through life. And then one day, oh, I think I want to try singing for a little bit. It's a great story. I love this. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the secret is I was doing both the entire time. That that was that's the whole thing. I didn't really go from one to the other. I was doing right. both the entire time. And um, I kind of once I felt like the hockey actually playing competitively part of my journey was over. Um, I was like, OK, now I have an opportunity to do, you know, what I've always wanted to do career wise. And I've just always known I wanted to do this professionally. And I've been singing since I could talk. And um, I just always loved, I mean, in high school, I was the only person who was, who played a sport and was in choir <laughs> in my whole school. Did you ever have to go and sing the national anthem before you played hockey? Yeah, I, I actually, really? I sang the national anthem in my equipment in the penalty box and then put my helmet on, skated out and played. And all of the away teams every time were like, <laughs> how could she do that <laughs> what just happened here what is the goalie of a microphone and what's going on but i mean yeah there are times where i had choir concerts on the same days as games because they're so far apart why would they look at each other's schedules like that i like i said i was the only person so it's like they mm -hmm. why would they care and so there were days where if we had a game i would have to go in and sing all of my soprano parts for my choir director in his office during the day so that I could get credit for the concert for my grade and then oh be able to play my game. <laughs> I don't know how you balanced it all though. I was going to ask if you ever felt overwhelmed by doing all of that um, as a young girl. I think yes, but also I loved doing both. So I it never felt like too much, but I will say that I, had no social life in, in mm. high school. Well, I, you know, it was 5 a.m. practice before class, go to school. And the, the, before class, before school, it was just goalie training. So I would train super early in the morning, just specifically goalie training with my goalie coach. And then I'd go to class, go to school all day, team practice after, and then homework, bed. <laughs> do wow. it all over. Like, yeah. I, I think it's funny. Now I talk to my friends and I'm like, God, I don't know. What is that? Like, I never went to one high school party, never, not, nothing like that. And it, I look, that was normal for me. And I hear like stories my friends tell, like all the crazy stuff they did in high school. And I'm like, you're probably doing it normal. Yeah. You right. know, it's really not such a bad, bad thing because think of all the trouble you did not get into by not going to those parties. <laughs> True. Exactly. I know my parents, well, my parents should really be saying they, I'm telling you, they should be very grateful that you were the opposite. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to send this to them so they remind them how great mm -hmm. they are. <laughs> <laughs> what about family? Are you, you got brothers, sisters, or? Yeah, or I have a younger brother. He's okay. three years younger than me. He's actually a producer. Um, he has a studio. I'm from Minnesota. So, um, he has a sound studio in Minnesota, actually in Minneapolis and, um, they do everything. I mean, he went to college so for sound design. So mm -hmm. they do sound design, they have recording rooms, they have podcast rooms that they rent out. They just like do the whole thing. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's pretty awesome. So whenever I'm home, we go in and go yeah. in and record and do all the fun stuff. I was gonna say he lets you he lets you take over the studio. 
Come on. Yeah, in. I get I get friends and family, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's helpful. Sometimes that's good and sometimes it's not good. I'm yeah. just well, it is nice to be able to go home and if I want to like lay a track down or something, like yeah. a producer, yeah. so I can yeah. I don't have to find a producer or anything. You know, I'm just like, Ryan, I want to go do this. Yeah, <laughs> this is an amazing story that you know, everything that you've done and you've been able to balance your your life really good i mean from the sports side of it to being a, an artist not independent artist get your first single on the radio now and uh it's just it must I don't, it's just amazing how it all came together for you uh but taking it back to the hockey thing because i'm totally blown away by that all right i think it's so awesome that you, that you do it and that that we got the you know the the women teams and, and all that. And they're as competitive as the guys. And I don't mean any of this in, in a bet. It's just like, no. It's and it's so awesome to watch. Yeah. We, and, didn't, we didn't even have growing up for me. Um, I mean, we didn't have girls teams until I was in high school. I played right. boys teams all the way until high school. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. you know, it's now these girls are, I'm just so glad that like my, it was probably, seven or eight years older than me is what really started it. And then it sort of trickled down, trickled down, got more popular, more popular. And so I'm just so glad that we were able to kind of push through and help it get yeah. to where it is now to where these girls, I mean, there's teams, you know, they're this big and they're, they're playing, you know? So that's amazing to see. It is amazing. And you have a couple of national titles. A couple. Yeah. God bless you. Man, that's so awesome. And how was the celebration when you won those? Uh, Pretty cool, huh? Unbelievable. I remember the whole thing. <laughs> I bet you got to at least socialize during those times. Yeah. it was No, it was cool because the, the first one was my freshman year, which is like crazy to mm -hmm. even be in the Frozen Four year freshman year. And, you know, we ended up winning and it was in Lake Placid. Um, and my coach was Mark Johnson, who was on the Miracle on Ice team. Yes. And that was the first time he had been back since they won in 1980. That was the first time he'd been back to Lake Placid, to the arena. And yes. so it was so awesome. And after we won, he came to the locker room and he was crying and he was like, I didn't want to say anything before the game, but this was the same locker room we were in. You know, I shook the president's hand in this locker room. All seven and we're crying. It's like a whole, whole thing. Wow. And so it's just, it's like once in a lifetime stuff, which is, I'm just so lucky. I'm so grateful. Absolutely. Rightfully so too. Very talented in a lot of different uh, aspects, I guess, from being <laughs> on the ice to, you know, being a, an ind independent artist and putting that single out on the radio. Tell us a little bit about the single itself. So the single something, it's called something like that. I have to be careful mm -hmm. I say it because yep. it'll be like something like what? And I'm like, no, no, it's called something like that. <laughs> like, yeah. And all my friends now, whenever, cause it's such a common phrase, anytime they say it, they're all like, see what I did there? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I see what you did there. Um, no, it's, uh, during quarantine, um, I was talking to, uh, one of my best friends, Will Gittin, who is amazing mm -hmm. and his brother, uh, Sterling. And I was like, listen guys, I want to do a new project. It's been like three years since I've released new music and we were in quarantine and they were like, all right, let's do it. So the three of us did my entire EP together. 
Um, yeah, Will and I wrote all the songs and um, Sterling produced them all. So we had like a fun like quarantine little thing and made my new project and something like that is the first single um, off of it. And I don't know, we were just kind of messing around and Will played something on the guitar that was like, obviously not it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he goes, he goes, yeah, or something like that. And we both looked at each other and it was like, light bulb. And we were like, we don't care. We don't even know what this is about. We don't care what it's about right now. That's the title. So it just kind of turned into kind of taking a step back and looking at relationships and what you think you want versus what you should want. And I feel like a lot of people today are like, well, I need this specific thing to make, to be happy. All these little tiny specific things this person needs to do to make me happy in this relationship. And we kind of wanted to scale it back and, and look at, okay, well, don't lie to me, (laughs) be nice to me and spend time with me. And, you know, those things should make me happy. And if, if they don't, uh, it's probably not going to work. Or if you can't give me, you know, if you can't give me those mm-hmm. just basic things or something like that, it's probably not going to work. So. And there it is. <laughs> there it is. And that's the end result is something like that. Yeah. So that's cool. How does it feel to know that you've got a song that is beginning its first stages of being played on the radio? It's amazing. It's it feel I when I heard it, I heard it for the first time. Um, yeah, I heard it for the first time and I obviously started crying. I almost crashed my car. It was like a hole. Was like <laughs> we tell every artist we talk to that when you first hear it come on the radio, you need to pull over. Because <laughs> I don't care who you are, it whether it's you or me or anybody, I know like, just gotta stop and take it all in. I I will I had thought that my Bluetooth had just started playing my phone. Mm-hmm. It, it, all of a sudden it, I turned my radio and it was like um, Will's guitar solo. And I was like, Oh, my phone must be playing, playing my song. And then it ended and the person started talking and I was like, <laughs> Whoa, that's me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a second. Uh Oh, oh but that's all right. That's right. She'll be back. Yeah. I was like, he's wait. having problems with the internet tonight. Oh, and uh, you know, of all nights for this to happen, but it's you and I, she'll be back. Um, <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. I just, it was crazy. And I, I, I FaceTimed Will immediately. I was like, it's on the radio. And he was like, <laughs> so we like freaked out. Oh, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I, I can't wait to, to play it and see what our listeners think and, uh, and get some feedback because, it, you know, whether it's good or bad, you learn from the feedback. For sure. And, uh, yeah, I actually, um, last week, I think, uh, I think my publicist told me that it broke 100 mm-hmm. on Music Row Chart. So, oh, uh, see how it pretty soon. Next thing you know, they're going to be calling you and saying, Guess what? Or maybe you follow it yourself. Guess what? We hit number 80. All right, we're at 78. All right, we're at 75. We're moving, we're moving, we're moving, which is great. I think, yeah, it's, I know. I think it's 96 right now, which is just crazy. Oh, uh, that, that is nuts. Let me see if we can put us back. There we go. No, I'm on top of on the bottom. And so, there you are over there. Okay, how, how did you transition? So being that you did sports and music together, you loved them both, you per, you know, were pursuing kind of both. But generally, like once you kind of get out of high school and you get into college, we kind of normally take a path, you know, thinking yeah. that you were continuing with hockey. Um, who, how did you get encouraged to continue with your music to actually go and record something? How did that 
come about? Yeah, so my uncle is a recording artist and has been for, I don't even know how many years, mm -hmm. forever. And um, he was living in LA at the time and I'd always done like a little stuff with him here and there. And um, he, I told him I, I was living in New York and I was, you know, working. I loved my job, but I'm like, this isn't what I, what I want to do for my entire life. And I want to do music and I have the opportunity to kind of step away from what I was doing. Um, it was like the timing was just, just right. And my family felt the same and, you know, having their support is just was everything. And so I call my uncle and I'm like, listen, I want to, I want to do this. I want to try and do this. And so he introduced me to a publisher um, here in Nashville and I came down here and recorded professionally for the first time ever in like 2012, I think. Wow. And um, after we finished, I kind of sat him down and I was like, okay, I want to do this yeah. <laughs> as, as a career. Be honest with me. Do you think I can do this as a career? Um, like, do you think that I should do this? Like, you know, he has nothing to gain from telling me yes or no or anything. And so he was like, no, I, I think that I think you can do this. I think it, you should you should do this. And I was like, OK, so there you go. Yeah. Quit yeah. my job. <laughs> quit my, quit my That's job. how it started. That's awesome. That yeah. is awesome. I've been doing it full time ever since. Yeah. And if you didn't do it, you regret it. It'd be like I should have tried. Mm -hmm. That's you, know, what I, you don't know until you do it. Yeah, and that's what I said too. I was like, you know what? I have an opportunity. The timing is right. If I don't do it now, I will never do it, and I will regret it forever. So, well, amazing. what's amazing is you pursued that career, and then you still can play your hockey, and that's like your sidekick now. Whereas, yeah. you know, most people wouldn't do that. They would have dropped one. No, why? Really? Why? You shouldn't. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I love yeah. that attitude, and and hockey kind of gives you that break from. Oh yeah. Every once in a while, mm -hmm. you know, just that break to step back and do something else that you love. Yeah. It's not an escape for sure. Yeah. Even just going to open hockey or open ice, not even the league and just skating, just like being in an arena and, and just kind of like, it's like, there's the head just, yeah. you know, it's oh, your yeah. time, you know? Yeah, yeah. for sure. So. Do you um get a chance to go see the predators? I have seen a Preds game. Yeah. Um, I am a wild fan. So, um, you, oh, wow. Just saying, just saying. Okay. A little Nashville. Uh, Love that. Okay. Yeah. I, um, the last Preds game I went to was Preds versus Wild, actually. Um, would have been 2019, 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, it would have been 2019. <laughs> um, that was the last Preds game I went to, but, um, I've been to a few Wild games since then. Um, but I mean, I plan on going cause there's no NHL team in Atlanta where I was living for the last eight years. So I'm going to make up for that now that I have there. Oh, so can you go through all these different places that you've lived? Cause just to us talking, I'm clicking four or five. There could be as much as eight. You, you were born where in Minnesota? Yeah, I was born and raised in Minnesota. Um, mm -hmm. I was a trader and went and played and went to college in Wisconsin. Okay. And, uh, became a Packer fan. And oh, she's a yeah. head. Green yeah. Bay, baby. Mm -hmm. yeah, gotcha. Major Packer fan. And um, and then after college, I moved to New York and was working. Okay. Um, but while in New York, I did live technically in Jersey as well in Hoboken. So 
Mm-hmm. We'll count Thursday in there. Yep. Um, gotcha. Yeah. And then um, I, when I recorded my first album, I did that half in Nashville, half in LA, but I was um, living in Nashville for a majority of the time. And I just go to LA. Um, and then I moved to Atlanta and I was, I've been in Atlanta for the last eight years and I just moved back to Nashville permanently in February. So where I had wow. Oklahoma in there somewhere. Was that just my mom is from Oklahoma? Oh, she's from Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. So that's right. So music. I'm from Long Island. Target. So I'm familiar with the whole Manhattan thing. Oh, yes. And then uh, my son lived in Manhattan and in Hoboken for a while. So those all were just clicking with me. But as we're talking, I'm like, wait a second. She said this place and this place and this place. You've been, you've been in a lot of places. And I have to assume Nashville is your favorite. Um, I think it will be. I've <laughs> all friends in Atlanta are gonna oh. like, be so angry that I just said that. Um, well, you're only what four hours away from Atlanta, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Pretty close, I right? mean, when I left, my friends in Atlanta were like, So you don't need new friends, you don't need any more friends or any new friends. Or any-. And I'm like, Okay, <laughs> they don't want to give you up. I swear. Well, they're gonna go. Alana's got a house now, she's got room for us. Let's go visit. Yeah. There you go. Not yet. I don't live here yet, but But soon you will be. (laughs) Oh man! So have you put it? You you put the EP out, but you is that what you're considering your album right now? Are you putting an album out before or what's going? um, Yeah. So my first album I put out in 2013. Okay. Um, and then maybe three years is like my thing because I think uh my second album came out like three three and a half years after that. So maybe three years is like my. Mm-hmm. But um, didn't even realize that till now. Um, and then something like that is a single that just came out February, and then the EP that it will be on as well, um, be a five song EP, will be out later this year. We're Very trying to figure out when right now. Very cool. And you're promoting this all by yourself, or? Um, I do have a you have a team behind team. you. Yes, they're yeah. amazing, Aristo. Yeah, yeah. I love. I that Rachel's been great. She's amazing. Um, they're all amazing. Shout out Rachel for um, helping me uh, know what day it is. <laughs> yeah, they yes. are amazing. They've um, they've sent some artists uh, our way and j- just great people to work with. I know. I love them. They're they're they. I could not be doing this without them for sure. What kind of advice would you give to somebody that wants to be an artist like you? And a female artist, independent, there's a lot of challenges. doesn't matter if you're male or female, but there's always those challenges. What kind of advice, though, would you give? I think um, it would be, I, I kind of regurgitate the best advice that I was ever given um, to people who want to do this. And that's uh, don't ever change who you are as an artist or who you want to be as an artist because you think in order to make it, you need to be in a certain box. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like there there tends to be these omniscient boxes that people get put in um, mm-hmm. with not only genre, but within each genre. And, you know, there's room for all of us. So I just feel like don't ever think, okay, well, I need to change how I look or change the type of music I'm writing or that I want to write, or that's truly me because that's not going to get me to the top because that, I mean, not being you is going to not get you to the top period. So, so true. I just feel like just stay in your lane and just 
grind it out because our industry is such a roller coaster and the highs are super high and the lows are very low. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But you have to you've obviously through. experienced both of those the way you're, you're mm-hmm. saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, from bad management to, you know, there, I mean, possibilities are endless for how the low right. can come, but um, it's, you have to remember that there's going to be both and not get discouraged. Right. Because the next day it could be back up. So it's, but it's hard. I mean, it's easier said than done. Obviously it's hard to stay positive and mentally tough throughout all of that, which again, I feel like being a, you know, an athlete at a super high level, my majority of my life helps me with that. And especially being a goalie because, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a team in front of me, but it's just me. It's by myself. It gets mm-hmm. by else, It's just me. Pressure's on me. You know, it's similar to playing a show. Like, someone in my band messes up or something happens. It's my name. That's on mm-hmm. there. It's, not, mm-hmm. it's not there. So, I don't know. Maybe I like pressure. Some people work better under pressure. Yeah. That's do. me. <laughs> yes, exactly. If I know, you know, if, if there's pressure and I got to get something done and just just got to get out there and do it under that pressure and I'll do fine. But yeah. if I have a chance to sit back and think about it and say, ah, I got some time, I got this. I'm going to mess it up. Yeah. I'm going to mess it up. I just work great under uh, pressure. At least we have I a can. tendency to procrastinate too, when we don't have a hard you know, deadline right, or something. Right, yeah. Right. I, I think I like pressure. I also think I, I like actually it might be a control thing as well. Should probably look into that, but um, it's not the right I, yeah, I, I like things being in my hands to mm-hmm. succeed or not succeed. I don't know. You're driving. Right. Yeah. You're driving. You're the driver. Exactly. Exactly mm-hmm. right. And being an independent artist and doing it your way is awesome. And I think so many artists are going your route. They, they want to be independent and, and make their own decisions. You decide what you're going to put out as a single. Yeah. You decide you just make all the arrangements. You do it all yourself. You handle. Yeah. I know you got a a team behind you and you do need a team, but the ultimate decision comes down to you and you don't have somebody over you saying, Oh, you know, Alana, we're going to do it this way. And uh, this is what we're going to do. It doesn't work that way anymore. Yeah. No. I mean, social media, I think changed that entire, Mm -hmm. entire thing. Mm -hmm. You can look and promote and do whatever you want to do however you want to do it and people love it they love it they don't they don't and mm-hmm. I feel like honestly it's how it should be <laughs> how often do you get out and play with the band um now that I'm here well last year was a bust obviously yeah, yeah. um before uh COVID I was touring a lot like COVID was the longest I'd ever been home at the consecutive amount of time and it was very mm-hmm. strange I did not like it. At all. Um, I know that routine. But- yeah, I did not like it at all. And I also was like, okay, I'm never saying no to a show ever again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but you say you didn't like it at all, but it gave you the opportunity to put together this EP. It exactly. gave you an opportunity to tweak the things that needed to be tweaked. Yeah. You know what I mean? It gave you that time. So there's also a blessing. Oh, for sure. Pandemic think- thing. Yeah, I think touring and stuff, uh, songwriting and dropping new music and all that kind of stuff kind of gets put on the back burner because you are, you're on the road, you're playing, you know, four shows a week-ish and, you know, you're not, you're exhausted, first of all, but, you know, the songwriting kind of gets put on the back burner and so 
last year when none of us could tour, I was kind of kind of freaking out a little bit because I'm like, well, playing shows is like a stress reliever for me. It's mm-hmm. a creative outlet for me. And so I was kind of like, where can I re-channel that so I don't go nuts? And that turned into, okay, I'm going to re-channel it, do a new project from scratch, new music, the whole thing. And then that kind of gave me the opportunity to create an EP, this EP, which I think honestly is the the best music I've, I've ever put out. That's awesome. I can't wait to hear the whole project. <laughs> and that's got to be really, really good. I'll let you guys know uh, when we figure out when it's going to happen. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, uh, going back to the hockey thing again. But uh, being a goalie and getting fired upon, you know, everybody's trying to take a shot at the goalie, trying to, you know, do what they have to do. And has there ever been a a a point in time where you just got so mad that it just went crazy? You know what I mean? I mean, crazy in a good way. We all watch a hockey game. Yeah, it's got to be frustrating. It it is. I I have I have hit hit people. um, Stay out of my crease. Basically, um, goalies, we have, I'm going to give away secrets right now, but we have um, little things we like to do to people (laughs) who are standing in the crease or standing directly in front of us or where they're not supposed to be, or it just gets to the point where I'm like, move. And so, um, you know, we don't have, there's no padding on the back of your leg. Right, right. Um, So just a little, you know, toe with a stick jab to the to the back of the knee just really where they quick. can feel it yeah really yeah. quick and then back into position like it never happened um that'll get that'll get someone out of your way pretty quick yep um I remember that yeah i've had i've had people who because if, if i catch the puck and then my arm or i go into the net it's a goal unless the whistle is blown so i've had people like just literally charge me trying to just like push, to push me you back the yeah. Net. yeah and um one time i i got a, a girl pretty good with my oh. my, my fiberglass blocker <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing that you do that and you you know you you, you know you just, probably the girliest jock you'll ever you know <laughs> and i love it i this is absolutely wonderful what you do and your whole attitude from you know the sports and the music and everything you, you've got it going you've got your life balanced pretty good I think. And thanks. I mean, it doesn't you know, feel like it, but <laughs> no, I know, I know. But look where you are right now. You said, you know, you bought a new home and, and you're still playing hockey and you're putting music out. This is all your life. This is your dream. This is yeah. your, you know, this is what you're still young enough to to make it work and you know, just keep reaching and you're gonna get there. It doesn't happen overnight, so which much. you know. So yeah. I just, you know, but and I think part of the way you are is because you were an athlete. And yeah. I have a, a, what made me think of that is I have a daughter that played girls lacrosse. She ended up going to college <coughs> on a scholarship. But then they were pursuing, there was a big company here in town that was pursuing her because she was very outgoing, very athletic, very, had that, you know, those are the type of people they want. Oh, yeah. And ended up working. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that that type of person was to me is a just that's somebody that these big companies they're looking for. Yeah, I mean, it's a completely different type of mentality. It's you know, that's what it is. It's all it don't like to lose ever, and we will do whatever it takes to not lose to win. 
And yeah, and so I feel like you don't have that mentality unless you were you've been in that position of both of winning and losing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's it's equally important to learn how to lose and to figure out how not to do it again. And that's one thing I I talk to like I have my little cousins and stuff who are in sports now and they're mm-hmm. little mm-hmm. kids and I'm like everyone's getting trophies and I'm like why is everybody getting a trophy? Mm-hmm. And they're like oh and, you know she tell me I'm like right mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's very different out there now. I don't think I've ever gotten a participation trophy ever like on the way home like dad why didn't I get a trophy uh, you lost. Right. And that, yeah, I, yeah, no, I, I could you. go on forever and ever and ever because yeah. I, I've, I've been involved in sports because my kids all played sports. So I was part of a football, our community football program for 10 or 12 years. And then I just got completed uh, running and organizing and starting a whole basketball organization. And yeah. when we do tournaments and everybody was getting a trophy or a medal and we're like, why? Well, why? participation. Well, we, you know, yes, you participated. We agree. You're here. You learn. You should learn how to win. Learn how to lose. I, I, I mean, to sum it up, we could talk forever. And oh my gosh, it, yeah. it drives me nuts. The, the the kids today, they gotta learn. Yeah. Anyway, I, that's a whole other tangent. And no, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy to think about. It's like, how are they ever supposed to learn how to fail and then come back and exactly in the real world? When mm-hmm. it's from such a young age, it's okay that you lost. You still did. You're still amazing. And mm-hmm. obviously, tell your kids you're they're amazing. Obviously, but like, mm-hmm. right, right, but, right. But they should. Yeah. They should obviously. They should learn. Understand the difference. Mm-hmm. So it's up. Yeah. Yeah. You'll definitely it. be good. You should be a coach now. But add that to your Maybe to your she's things already to do. do. She's already done that. <laughs> yeah. She's already well, been a coach. No, yeah. I know. Future, but Future. then again. When yeah. I'm a mom, I'll, I'll coach. There you there go. You go. Nah, there you go. You can even that. love me. <laughs> <laughs> My kid's going to kick ass. I'm just <laughs> telling you right now. That's it. Can you um, have ice cream? Did you win? No? Then no, you can't have ice cream. <laughs> that's it. We're <laughs> going home. Time. Get in the car. Let's go. Get yeah. in the back seat. Buckle your seatbelt. We're heading home. Tell me five things you did wrong. Yeah. Let me ask you. You've been very successful. Everything you've done, you've done really well. But uh, what would you say is your biggest failure? Hmm. Um, I think not pushing myself to do this sooner. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I got, when I got my job in New York and stuff like that, I think I got comfortable Mm -hmm. and, you know, because I wasn't playing, um, competitive hockey anymore. Mm-hmm. I technically did have the time to, you know, start music again and start songwriting and all that kind of stuff. And and I, it's not that I chose not to. I just kind of, it was. I was like in an interesting mental place, mm-hmm. um, kind of because playing a Division One sport is not a reality. You live in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not, amazing I get uh, yeah. and um so coming out of that and being like Woo, okay real life and I think I kind of like subconsciously wanted to kind of just be in that for a minute and I regret that because I think even 
my my career would be further than it even is now if I would have started sooner. Yeah, but I kind of feel like it's all about like it was meant for you to start. Right. There's things that prevent us from doing certain things. And then there's things that push us forward to do certain things. And yeah. You, you know, I Stop think your, your timing was good. Yeah. <laughs> it's just me being critical of myself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's no, all I right. Get it. That's okay. Yeah. Totally understand it. It's always yeah. an interesting question. And it's always, it's yeah. interesting to hear what, what the answer would be from different artists. Uh, let me ask you this as well. If you could sit down with any artist, any female artist, and just have a one-on-one, -on -one, just just a conversation, who would that be? Um, like current female anybody, anybody. Well, currently, I would. I mean, I'm thinking current right now. Um, currently, I'd say Carly Pierce because I feel like we think the same when we write kind of um i love how honest she is in her songwriting and i i strive to be that way as well um and i think we've been through a lot of similar things mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah she yeah had a rough time here not too long ago so mm -hmm. and and then that went on to be a number one song so i'm just saying <laughs> next girl mm -hmm. so exactly. yeah yeah, exactly. We've gone through some similar situations. You know, you know what the most popular answer is when we ask somebody? Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Mm -hmm. It just they always say Dolly Parton. I shouldn't okay. say always, but a lot. I of would people. have said that, but I have uh, current female country artists on the brain these days. So. I gotcha. And totally understand. Totally, <laughs> totally get it. You know, it's been pretty awesome chatting with you, finding out about the new single. Uh, tell us. Where can somebody get that? Uh, can they go on your website, which I have posted on the screen there, um, and download the music? Or what can um, we find? Yes. Uh, you can go to my website or um, at all of my social media is Alana McCready Music across the board. Um, you can find me that at everywhere. Um, and then on every streaming or music buying platform, it's just Alana McCready. Um, and it should come right up. Something like that should come right up because it's the most recent, uh, single. Um, but also in my Instagram bio, there's a link to, um, every platform. So whatever you, yeah, I think let's see, let's see if I can, if it'll come up here. There's a little taste of the uh, song, something like that. It's that young lady right there. When running back when he apologized I didn't know my worth and that's fine Now I can tell when it don't feel right Now I'm stronger and I know myself better And it feels so good to know that I will never go back again So baby tell me, are you sure that you're ready? I'm not asking for too much, but if you want my love, then you gotta know all I want is a little wow. more conversation. All I need is for you to not have me away. You know, I'm gonna bring it down a little bit, but there it is. That is the single, and that's that young lady right there, Alana McCready. And uh, wow, what a voice, too. You're so deep, so full. And uh, I've been doing country radio for a long time and knowing the difference when a guy listens to the radio and when a female listens to the radio, a woman, of course. And uh, 
right? I can I can picture the ladies right now taking it and cranking it and going, been there. It's right? happened. It's happened. Yes. I yes. feel like that's why I, I mean, that's what I start. Like, these are all true stories about me. Like, this is all, this song is very true. Um, yeah. But I think I'm like, you know, I'm, if it happened to me, I'm definitely not the only one. So, you know what I like about that too? Not only that, that the ladies are going to listen to it and probably want, if they're listening, the guys are going to listen. Yeah. Not only that, but you're very unique. You've got your own sound. Thank you. You know, cause I really, I hear that and I, it's, it's awesome. And I really can't put, who does it sound like? I don't know. You know who it sounds like? Me. Alana McCready. That's what it sounds like right there. You know, you're awesome. Thank you so much for coming out with us uh, tonight. That That is a little sample of the song. Make sure you go online, support her, download it, buy it, download it, and you're going to have it. It'll be played on the radio more and more. I can almost, I promise you that it's going to be heard. And uh, you deserve to, to, to be heard. And we hope to hear a lot more from you. Thank so. you so much. You guys are great. This was fun. Oh, you're it's great. been a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Pleasure. Are you um, performing? I'm sorry, Scott. Are you no, performing no. anywhere right now in Nashville or do you have a tour ready to go? Um, so we're, we're working on figuring out um, tour stuff right now. And then um, I play on Broadway. Oh, do you? Different nights a week, depending on my schedule or whatever. I have a few, few bands that. Broadway. So uh, what are some of the uh, locations that you frequently play at? Because um, I play I'm there at, all the time. So I'd like to try to catch oh, the show. Um, so uh, I pop up and do um, sets with my friend's band um, at both of the Tin Roofs, uh, the Broadway one and oh, the yeah. Membrane one. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm about to start with um, another band here actually that's that's my, my phone rang it was them texting mm -hmm. um and they play at honky tonk and tootsies um and kid kid rocks and a couple kid other places, places. So yeah. i've been uh, i've been uh, working on i've been learning set lists <laughs> <laughs> a good Oops. friend of mine plays at tootsies quite a bit jason tesca okay. i don't know if you know jason at all or no he's no, a guitar player yeah, he um, he's one of those guitar players. Somebody needs one. He goes on the road with him. Love and, that. And then in the downtime, he'd be just, you know, we we come to town. I'll swing down to Tootsie's and yeah. there he is, you know. And, 10 p.m. Yeah. to 2 a.m. Yep. Um, yep. Do you know Matt Ferranti? Yeah. I he don't know him, at, but I have seen him before. Right? Yeah. He's at Tin Roof, like, all the time. Like, yeah. He so um, is friends with my friend uh, Chris Ferrara. Oh, okay. oh, wait a second. Oh, no, I met Sarah Ferrara. That's what it was. Okay. They, um, they play together acoustic stuff sometimes. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Oh, I'm sure we'll catch you then. I'll be down there at the end of the month. So we'll. Um, do you post yeah, that on your website or when you you're with the bands or not? Just on my story. On your story. Okay. Yeah. We'll, um, we'll do you track do, you down. Um, how much TikTok do you do? I hey, love TikTok. You love TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll let it go um i i am a tiktok beginner i have content on tiktok i got you matt my publicist is probably gonna see this and be so ashamed because he tells me probably five times a week that i need to make more tiktoks um um so i'm, I'm gonna start making i'm just i'm gonna make more tiktoks Okay. We'll look yeah, for you. Good. Yeah, we'll definitely look for you. No, you know, it's just amazing. I'm like you. I'm, I'm like a beginner at it. 
I don't know, but if I, I can talk to my kids and they're like, oh, they're all over it. So. Yeah, it's mostly my dog right now. Yeah. Right. Cool. And what is the name of your dog, by the way? Zoe. Villy? Zoe. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Is Zoe right there? Zoe. Zoe. Come here, Bob. <laughs> Your little high heels. <laughs> yeah, I love it. How many? I see the tat. Is that dog prints behind your ear? Uh, oh, no, it's music notes. All right. I couldn't tell because <laughs> I saw that the cleft note on your wrist, though. Oh, yes, that is. That's cool. Yeah, we're going to have them. Here's Zoe. Zoe. Hello. <laughs> it's, it's, it's beautiful adorable. eyes. Yeah, absolutely adorable. It's her house. It's her life. I just love yeah. it. That's all right. That it's adorable. And you know, the reason we do that is to show people, you know, you're real. I you am. dogs like we have dogs and we all have our lives. We all have our careers. We all do different things. I do radio, you sing, uh, and Deb does a million different things. <laughs> I have about 10 different businesses. <laughs> yeah. Deb creates basketball leagues in her spare time. Yeah. yeah oh my gosh. That's I, mean, I have pajama pants on right now. So. Yeah. Uh, there you I go. know. I got my <laughs> shorts on. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alana McCready, everybody. One, one more mm -hmm. quick question. Any relation to Mindy McCready? Nope. Okay. I just thought I'd ask. Number one question I always get. Is it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I was kind of hesitant in asking. Oh, no. I didn't think so, but all the time, all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm always like, wow. It's it's just it's funny that it's spelled the exact same way. Like, what are the odds yeah. of that? Yeah, it is. All right. Mm -hmm. Alana McCready, everybody, make sure you check her out online. It's alanamccready.com. You can find her uh, there, and it'll probably, I know it for a fact, it links you to all the socials and, and the music, and you can find out everything about that young lady who's also a kick-ass goalie when she plays hockey. <laughs> I'm just telling you, you don't want to get in her way. Exactly. <laughs> Stay out of her crease. That's all. <laughs> Stay out of exactly. her crease. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Alana, thank you for joining us here tonight. We're going to sign off, uh, but uh, just kind of hang on there for a minute when we get done. Here. Okay, thank you guys so much. All right. It's a pleasure. And uh, make sure you check us out at Skip Happens on Facebook. Uh, we have Skip Happens on YouTube. And this is up there. Subscribe to our page. And Deb, your social. At the official CMFC. And we are on uh, Instagram, official underscore CMFC. Check us out, follow us, and uh, we'll be able to fill you in, too, when Alana's playing somewhere. We'll track her down. And you know when her new music comes out. Exactly. And that's mm -hmm. when she has the new single out while it's out, we, we post that on Fridays. Yeah, so. we post new music Friday, so definitely. Yep, and it'll be up there. Alana, thank you. You're a sweetheart. Mm -hmm. thank, thank you so you. much for joining us here tonight. Thank here you. On. Good night, everyone.